At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friendos? And welcome into the In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am the Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. And Shohei Otani is off the trade market. This episode was going to be kind of a trade deadline preview because we're going to get a whole lot of it coming up here. But we already got some of the biggest news. We probably got the biggest guy who could have been traded off the market. We got the guy that I think was setting the market. And then we also got the Dodgers being huge a-holes in whatever they're doing. They've got a hacker or they've got like a business partner. Jesse they got Severe somebody. is their GM. They got yeah, that's a good point. Jesse Severe pulls off trades like where every time it's like, why do people do this? I don't understand why they keep doing it. It is similar. It it, it is like the dynasty guy who in our leagues is Jesse Severe, where they keep making trades that don't make sense. It makes sense to them, not to anybody else. It's great trades for them, not the other person. Why does it keep happening? That's what the Dodgers did. Why does it keep happening? We've got that. Plus, we're going to be talking about what the sellers in the market are, who some of those players are, and we'll speculate as we kind of have been. We'll have some fun. That's what we're going to do in this episode, and then we are going to be doing a very close like Monday morning episode for you guys, breaking down where we stand in the market. This will be kind of another, you know, setup one, and then, yeah, we'll do all the stuff. I would think trade we'll have deadline a... deadline madness. We'll have a trade deadline night show that'll come out Wednesday morning, and I will also be on... I am booked to be on... CBS Sports HQ on the TV side, 6 Eastern, if you guys are looking. And then I think at 5 Eastern, uh, I'm going to be on the Ethos. I think, what time are you on Ethos' trade deadline special? I don't think I'm going to be able to do Ethos because I actually have an FSGA CFF draft with Ah. Eric Froton on Tuesday evening that is going to go in there. So I might be able to jump on. I will absolutely let him know. Uh, but sport, if I'm on a trade deadline special, it will be sports ethos with our boy Joe. So. Yeah, exactly. So if that's where you're looking, but uh, just a reminder again, we will have episode uh, for you that's going to break down all the trades. Sorry, it's a little like crazy trade centric, but that's the thing that rules the world. Just like ITL tries to rule the world at InThisLeague.com. You guys want to check us out? 
We will have, I will have updated dynasty and prospect ranks within the first week in August. Uh, there's a new update that has a lot of the draft guys. We will have more of that. Plus tons more. We got the group me rooms. You can come and hang out with us and there have access to us. Look to off season baseball stuff. Baseball never ends it in this league. We are literally always going on in the group me rooms. Help that. And lastly, you guys support us when you do it. So money where your mouth is. We really appreciate the people that do want to support us. So in this league.com, come and sign up today as well. Use promo code ITL at underdog fantasy. Get your pick em contests in daily. You can get into some daily drafts. There's football stuff. Underdog is the way to go. When you use promo code ITL, you get a 100% match up to $100, which is a free $100. So get your free money today. Come and play with us, play with everybody else, steal people's money, take their money, be a bully, and walk away happy and joyous. And you just be like, oh, look at me. I take everybody's money. It's so easy. You can do it. ITL promo code at Underdog Fantasy. Shohei Otani is going nowhere. Jack squad douche because the angels made a buy trade. And that was the best thing. You know what? The, actually the greatest moment of all of it was, was Joe on fantasy pros this morning, oh, starting no. the show off going, Welsh, I know you don't hear this a lot, especially at home, but you were right. And I was like, uh, <laughs> it tastes so good. Tell one me again. I, I literally yeah. told him, I said, Joe, please stop what you're saying. Say it again. Say it one more time for me. And he's like, you were right. And I'm like, oh, God, my life force has been revived for the rest of the year. I feel so good. Shohei Otani is going absolutely nowhere. And this is just what I thought. I thought this. Uh, this well, hold on well, real quick. Let's from the beginning of the Otani trade market. Who was the first guy to say, I don't think Otani can get traded because it's just an impossible trade to do. Yeah, I, th I definitely guy. think you were. Yeah, you were in that world of like it's a really tough trade to make happen. I think, but I think yours definitely was from an acquisition standpoint. I, I just have, and, and maybe it was all the standpoints, but like I just look back, it's just, just impossible. How do you trade the best player ever? Yeah, because how do you, do you will always be tied, and and, and yes. we are forgetting that because Joe's like, this is a bumble. Look at what they could have got back, and it's like you're not wrong. But they would always be tied as the team. The best player ever. 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 That's the guy. And you were the ones that traded him. And you know what? I was thinking about this today. Obviously, like, they trade him. That's tough. You know, that's tough. Uh, they trade him. They don't make the playoffs. Once you trade him, you're probably done for. You don't trade him and you don't make the playoffs. That's where it's rough. What did you get out of him? A compensation pick. But you know what I was thinking about? The one thing we don't talk about. What if the Angels do make the moves and they make the playoffs? And what if they won? The and you have maybe the greatest opportunity to re-sign him ever. You re-sign him in the, the in basking in the glow. I think you have it. I think you have it. All that. Why would he want to leave? As long as you can pay him his quadrillion dollars that he's going to require. As long as you have a rocket that is going out into space, that is going to be mining that asteroid that has gold and whatever on it, and you can pay him $12 quadrillion. <laughs> if you can do that, you can get him back. If the Angels did it, it would be one of the wildest comeback stories of all time because maybe Trout's going to come back early. So that's, I guess, the optimistic look at it. But I know there's a lot of people that are like, just Angel, like, what are we doing? You know, he's going to walk. He's going to be a Yankee or he's going to be a Dodger and he's going to get all the money in the world. Right, but look, maybe this was always the play. But, but at least you can say we pushed our chips in and we didn't trade him so we could so try to attempt to re-sign him. And we're like what they're doing now by acquiring Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez and the rumors are maybe Candelario is heading over there. Like they are showing him 
we're willing to spend we're willing to go that extra mile we're willing to try and it's because you're here and that's what we want to do with you in the future as well we want you here so i would have a contract in his face every day until sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com as a professional welder Shayna ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love In this league. Yeah, I remember that. The offseason say, hey, it's here. Whenever you yeah. want to sign it, it's right Whenever here. Whenever you want to, bud. Stay. Yeah. Hey, pal, come on yeah. over. And guess what he did, by the way, off of that trade? He threw a complete game, one hit, eight strikeout Uh-oh. shutout today so as we're recording this. Unfreaking believable, that guy. On the heels of not being traded, throws 111 pitches, which I feel like is the most this year. He did walk three, but struck out eight. One hit complete game for his ninth win of the season against the Detroit Tigers. A statement of statement. Now, joining him is the guy that I I think I even said this on the episode, like last episode that we won before, felt like Giolito was the market setter because the hitters are, you know, we say the hitters are maybe eh on the market. We don't know. You know, maybe a team's going to yeah, just like. Maybe someone will be good. Who knows? Maybe, you know, like the Cardinals with the idea of Arenado going out, like that's big, but maybe there'll be somebody, but we know the pitchers are a bigger deal. And Giolito felt like the guarantee of guarantee guy that's going to be traded, but we just never assumed it was going to be the Angels. And the Angels make a move. They acquire Reynaldo Lopez as well for some bullpen help. They just lost Ben Joyce for, uh, put him on the 60 a day IL. So I don't know, you know, I'm assuming that's gone. So I get Reynaldo Lopez who has closing um, history. And they get Lucas Giolito to be a, a real number two. So that rotation now is Otani, Giolito, decent one-two punch, especially if Giolito can stop walking seven. And then you get like Reed Detmers and Griffith Canning has been really good. So you had to bolter this rotation. You had to. But the other thing I'm going to point out, they have to make more moves. It is yeah. imperative for them to make more moves in this because if you just do this trade, 
I don't know if this, I think this could be really looked at in like a poor light if they don't get another bat because their bats are screwed up. So that's the table setting. First up, Giolito now here. Giolito had a 3.79 ERA as he left. Uh, 121 innings this year. Whip, a little bit high, 122. His expected ERA higher than his normal ERA. Uh, Career high barrel percentage, which is pretty bad. You don't want to see that. And he's been walking guys like crazy. So that's worrisome. 8.3 was actually is lower than last year. Um, that actually surprised me. But more hard hit, more barrels. There's another little element to it. I don't know if it matters, but like the, when you think about the mental stuff, I don't know if you saw this during the all-star break, he like announced on uh, Instagram he's getting a divorce. <laughs> like you just, I mean, I don't mean a lot of that. That's not funny, but like while the, the all-star game is going on, he's like, hey, everybody getting divorced. And you're just like, whoa. So the guy's had some stuff on his mind and, so maybe moving, you know, playing with big time players. There's been a lot of distractions. Maybe this will be a reset for him. But I think there were better spots, Boggs. But I think this is okay. Like he's out of Chicago, which I think is the key. I think this can be an okay move. I think this can be a net plus. I think this could move him up a couple notches. You know, maybe there's some tutelage from Otani working with him and stuff like that. Maybe they'll simplify some things and he stops walking guys. I'm going to assume this is a net plus. Um, but I don't know if this is like, I want to buy Giolito or I'd want to sell the idea of him getting out of there if I owned him or, you know, I guess it's sell or hold. Yeah. I, I think I would hold. I just want to see what he has with the angels, you know, uh, seem seems to be a positive move going over there. Like you said, maybe, maybe he's just the same guy in a different uniform. We don't, we're not sure, but I would say it's a positive to get him moved, get him out of that situation, get him onto a team that has a shot at the playoffs. And, um, I think I would just hold. Yeah. I think that's kind of the place with it as well. Like if I had him, I'm going to appreciate the benefit. I don't think I'm going to be trying to sell him off because I think a lot of people are still going to look at all the negatives. I'm just going to play in a world where maybe he can improve. Ronaldo Lopez, uh, I mean, Estevez has just been so good in the bullpen. Lopez will be at number eight. You know, he'd be a setup guy. If something were to happen, that would be good. But this is a big move. When we, uh, in the next segment, when we talk about the sellers, I think we're going to speculate on a bat or two that this team needs to buy because if they walk out of this, only getting Giolito, it is a failure for whatever the hell they're trying to do right now. The inverse of this, Boggs, I was a little surprised at this. White Sox fans were pissed. They were not happy. Everyone's like, what the hell is this? And blah, blah, blah. They got Edgar Cuero and Kai Bush in this trade. I want to remind everybody, Giolito's a rental. He has he was a free agent. He's gone. No way he's going back to Chicago. He's gone. Yeah. Two months, he's gone. What would teams pay for him? The rumor with the Diamondbacks was that they were asking for Brandon Fott. And I heard that like the thought was maybe they would come off of that a little bit. But if you look at what they got from the Angels, they got a top 100 prospect, catching prospect, which those get held pretty decently. And you got a theoretical Starting pitcher, Kai Bush was number three on pipeline, according to them, you know, maybe a little bit further down for me, but you got like a theoretical rotational guy who's in double A and you got a double A catcher who could be a top guy. I think that is the best that was fine there. Right. That's fine. Like you said, he's a rental. You get three more months of Lucas Giolito and not in the playoffs or uh, two guys that we're going to have under team control for a while. One of them is a top 100 catching prospect and Grandall's going to be gone soon. Like, uh, I don't know. I, 
I think that's a fine trade for a rental guy. I just so, think they wanted so I don't know why they just wanted so much more. Like well, one maybe of the they wanted that, maybe they wanted to extend Giolito. Maybe that's it. I don't, I don't know. know. But Giolito is like I don't know if there's a more inconsistent pitcher in the history of baseball than Lucas Giolito. He's been wildly inconsistent. So wildly, I don't know. Dude. Get out from under him. Yeah, I, I assume most people th- thought they were going to get more, but I think it's about looking at uh, they're looking at Quero's stats. So young dude, 20 years old as the season started, and he got pushed to double A. He's played the entire season at double A as a full-on fresh 20-year-old. Also, completely skipped high A. Did not play high. He played low A last year, jumped to double A this year. And the problem is, is they see a 246 batting average, a huge decline in power. He had 17 homers in a ball, only three this year, but the bat to ball skills are still there. Pitch recognition still there. Guess what? More walks than strikeouts as a 20 year old in double a is a 246 average, 140 spots higher OBP at 386, 55 strikeouts to 53 uh, I'm sorry, 55 walks to 33 strikeouts, 55 burgers, 55 fries. That's what, Quarrel's got. I think this is great. I think this is a solid trade. Um, they should come, people should come around on it because I just I, I don't know what people expect in the rental market. I mean, you and I, I will say this looks so much better than like what the Diamondbacks got for Paul Goldschmidt. And yeah, you and I were sitting here being like, we should get blah blah blah. That's an all star level player, all star level player. Was he on an expiring contract too? Yeah, he was a free agent after that year. Yeah, I mean they extended him immediately. They immediately yeah. extended him. Dimebacks were being cheap asses, but we did, the Dimebacks didn't even get remotely close to what they just got for Giolito. So I think this is a great trade for them. Um, and Cuero gets to be kind of like the future. It was a futures game. He gets to be like the catcher yeah. that they build around. So I thought that was a good dynasty trade for them in general. And also getting a guy like Cuero out of the Angel system that don't know how to develop these guys is great. <laughs> All they do is dra- they just yeah. drafted uh, Nolan Chanel, um who was probably one of the best contact hitters in the uh, in college baseball. He played three games in complex. He's already moved up. I would not be shocked if the guy hits double A by the end of the year and he's playing next year. Like they just don't develop these guys. So Cuero needed development and they immediately traded him. So I don't think that's a damnation of them and it's just a weird trade, but Giolito goes into a better spot. And like I said, we can go and speculate on uh, what the rest of this is going to look like. Other trades, uh, what the hell? Ahmed Rosario was traded to the Dodgers for Syndergaard and money. So what that means is money, money. Yeah, that's it. They say both expiring contracts. So, oh, well, okay. How about this? We're one of the worst offenses in baseball. Why don't we trade one of our best offensive players and get another pitcher that doesn't work? So I don't understand this at all. This is a straight up sell of a player and I hate it. So uh, I, I don't, I, I mean, I like it for Rosario's value going to the Dodgers and hitting in that lineup is much, much better than hitting for the guardian. So, uh, it's great for him, but I don't, I don't know what was happening here for the Guardians. I had people being like, well, Rosario stinks. Okay. Well, Syndergaard's the worst pitcher in baseball. He's the worst pitcher ever that he should have been designated. He's they, not the same person ever since the thoracic outlet syndrome, you know, and he's I'm not the same guy. He's a different pitcher now will you and type that pitcher in is not good will you type in Noah Syndergaard contract real quick because I, I just typed in um Rosario's because I want to compare these because I would love to know what the money is because they're both free agents at the end of the year I know that 
This is taking forever from uh, Spotrack. Everyone's probably looking up. 13 million. Okay, so Noah got 13 million. And he's a free agent after this year. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. Guess how much uh, uh, Rosario is. Uh, 900000 No, that would be awesome. I guess I, I played up a little. $7 million. So that's a $5 million discrepancy. So how much money did they send? Did they send $5 million? So they just washed the player? That's $5 million. They sent six? Well, it's $6 million. It's seven to 13. Six. Oh, it was 13. Well, it was 7.8. Sorry, 7.8. Oh, so it's okay. essentially yeah, like yeah. $5 million. All right. Yeah, you're right. So if they sent anything less than $5 million, they just <laughs> sent Rosario packing for literally nothing, unless they think they can fix Syndergaard. It's the craziest trade. How yes, pissed are you if you're Jose Ramirez right now? Did you see like also demand his, a trade yet to, today? Like, did you, you know, did you, um, the guard, there's a guardians perspective account. It, it, he's a good guy. And he tweets about all of them. He was like, someone go check on Ramirez because in the same day, Rosario, his best buddy got traded. And then his brother retired his 20 year old brother who plays out here. His name's Jose Baez. Um, that's his little brother plays out here in complex and just voluntarily retired from baseball. So it was a rough day for him. Um, yeah, I would. And Rosario hasn't been phenomenal at all. Nine stolen bases, 265 batting average, only three homers. That's not great. I get that. But Syndergaard is a literal... Um, Nothing. Uh, what's the what's the ship with the thing that comes down to hold the ship? An anchor. He's an anchor. Oh. <laughs> he literally... Oh, sorry, I couldn't think of what the word was. An anchor. He's a literal well, anchor. Your hand motion also in the camera. You guys <laughs> like, can't get, but you're like, he just like, he's holding his hands up and kind of close and then bringing them down. Like I'm supposed to know. Yeah, that's this like an anchor, anchor motion. That's yeah. an anchor motion. That's what else? ship and the thing in the middle. Like what would you, what would front. you do for an anchor motion? Give me a different anchor motion. All the way down. I would just take my finger and go all the way down to the bottom. Cause that's <laughs> what well, I'm I mean, to maybe. Do. Okay. Right. I think mine was like, there's two things, you know, the classic well, anchor. You're like, like grabbing sides. an anchor, which no one does like pull up. No one ever pulls an anchor down. You hit a button and it goes down or you unhook the rope and it floats out. You, 
You don't want to be okay. in the way of that anchor. It's an anchor. See, right? This is what Syndergaard is. He's an anchor. He causes irrelevant conversations. He makes yeah. everybody mad. He got us caught on uh, some rocks near the surface, and yeah. we're tipping over right now. He makes everybody mad. And so this one was baffling in nature, though I guess at the end of the day, maybe it's like not as big of a deal. It was just, it, it seemed like you could get more than um, literally nothing. I mean, they literally got nothing. And I don't even know if they got extra money. The Dodgers sent $10 million. And they got like two or three or four million extra dollars. Okay, then that's good. But I don't see it otherwise if it's just a wash play. Um, some smaller trades. The Twins traded Jorge Lopez for Dylan Floro. It's weird. Which was kind of maybe like both of them not well, wanting Craig those Mish players. Said, yeah, Craig Mish said that uh, the Twins just see Floro as more consistent than Lopez. And that's why they wanted to get, they just wanted a little more consistency. They, they I think they both said, both teams were like, well, um, Lopez has a higher ceiling, but we need the consistency now. And yeah, so I mean the Marlins, well. to their credit, I, like Lopez has like closing history. He maybe could get some shots because AJ Puck has been a little bit dicey. But you know, Flora's just going to go to be a seventh guy because um, what's the top of right. that? What what is that? It's Duran. Duran and who's the other? Well, it was guy? Lopez? Oh, I guess it was Lopez. Yeah, so it's like Duran is going to be at the top. Maybe Flora's an eight. Uh, the Mariners had acquired Trent Thornton for Mason McCoy, which is nothing. This one. Carlos Santana, who had been kind of doing some business, traded to the Brewers for Johnny Severino, who Johnny Severino was actually out here in the complex. And the one time I went to the Brewers, he was one of two players I went to see was not playing, of course, that day. But Johnny Severino, kind of a dude, kind of a prospect. I actually think that is a good trade for the Pirates. Yeah. Um, for getting yeah, probably for the Brewers. Yeah. Getting some development. Yeah. Well, the Brewers, Rowdy Telez has had that injury and been crap. So this is something if they're going to make a push in the division, it's actually a good move. And it might make Carlos Santana a little bit more relevant. So if he is sitting out there, I might be a little bit more interested in him in that Brewers lineup. If you keeps him in already. the NL and an NL only too. I like that. Oh, so. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I so do all those moves soon. So those okay. are the traits. We're going to talk here in just a second about the sellers, but let's burn through the rest of the news that's going on. Uh, Aaron Boone said he would not rule out Aaron Judge to be activated this weekend, which would be fantastic for let's Aaron go. Judge owners. That would be really big. Kind of makes me wish I would have been a little bit more priority in our restart, halfway restart league. I would have taken Judge a little bit higher because I think he fell to like the... He fell, he like fell too far. Yeah, yeah. It, it was too far. But we didn't. We had no time frame. Stupid when we did that got him too. So. Yeah. Well, I was just worried he was going to be done for the year. So um, I just yeah. didn't want to touch it. Kind of like how Trout went as well. Giants called up Marco Luciano, who proceeded to go 0 for 2. And but did you see that Peterson. first hit? I mean, it was so close to being a bomb. I uh, didn't actually. I, it was so close. It, it went to the track, or at least like a double off the wall. That wall's very high there in uh in san francisco but look yeah it was uh he hit it to the track i was playing i was actually playing a game of the show with john our our buddy and i had the game on the other screen so okay so i'm watching it right now crowd is going absolutely bonkers yeah they were all standing up yeah yeah they they yeah so that's the opposite field yeah he did put he he oh yeah man he caught it loriano caught it right at the wall that's actually pretty good i'm you know that no right-handed hitter has ever hit one into the bay Really? Never. Never happened. I was into surprised. The bay. So that would be. Yeah, so like into the water. Yeah. Yeah. So know. that would be like what? Like 430, 420? No, it's, it's not that far. It, it's not that far. It, it's like, um, it's like 374. Like what? I saw, I saw a, um, I saw a thing on Twitter and Instagram. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like, uh, this guy was doing the math, like from 
the right-handed hitter side, you have to put in, you have to put a charge into it because it has to also go, it has to clear the wall. Like the final, the it was short of 400 feet, whatever the final total was. So maybe it was like 390 or something <coughs> like that. But they said it's probably never happened because of just the marine layer in San Francisco. And like, you just have to hit it so much harder when you're right next to the water to get it to go over. So lefties hit them all the time. But no, no righty has ever hit one of the bay during a game. I would love, I'm not going to do the research right here. This is probably something if I was on rates and barrels, you know, would be like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I would love to see what is the average opposite field home run distance and what are like the top five opposite field max distant homers this year. So like how far are opposite field? And I kind of would love to have that relative to pole side homers as well. Like what is the big number to that? Because that feel that's actually a wild to me that that's never happened. I feel like Joe yeah. would be someone, but he probably doesn't. I mean, it's, play it's not something that I've ever I've ever thought of, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I just saw that come up the other day and I was very surprised. By I it. hate to be out like I am on Luciano, but I just kind of am. I think this is a sell opportunity with him up. He struggled. He's still young, though, and they really did push him. Maybe they were looking for a boost and. I don't know, but his strikeout rate like hovers around 30% all the time. He's not the type of guy that's going to like have full crazy readjustments. I don't think he's got the skill level of a Tatis Jr. So it's like, yeah, he had 30, but he can re. He was kind of stanking. He did do okay in his call up to AAA. It's a weird move across the board, but maybe they found some stuff. Maybe they're going to really be able to fix him. I feel like they've been very hands off. That organization hands off lower levels. So maybe they will get in there and fix it. But I ain't interested. So redraft, I'm out. Dynasty, personally, with the call-up, I might use this as a sell opportunity. I'm just not interested in Luciano, but maybe I'll eat my words. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you're the guy to go to on that, so I'll, I'll, tr- yeah. I'll trust you on Luciano. Uh, Juan Soto is going to be going to have an MRI for his middle finger. This one right here, Box. See this? That one? Oh, no, yeah. Get that, that checked yeah. out. Yeah, How right about there. That one? Look at that. Oh, maybe that one. That one's a little smaller than this one. This one yeah. this is the big one right there. Uh, <laughs> that one gets Mine's a job thicker. done. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's definitely thicker. Yeah. I got like, uh, I do have kind of like skinnier hands. It's one of the only skinny things on me right now. I got like skinny, <laughs> weird fingers. Um, he's going to go get that checked out, apparently. That's not good. That's not good at all. Maybe speculative if it's not good signs. Maybe that's one more extra push why the Padres decide to go make some moves a la Blake Snell, Josh Hader being traded. So, yeah, I mean, that. they. They said we're going to get some clarity in the next couple of days about what this is and might be tied to yeah. this MRI. Yeah. I mean, who knows uh, what's going on with it right now, but never good. Never good to see a guy going for an MRI. Not yet. And that uh, Gunnar Henderson didn't play Wednesday back issue. No point. Alex Cora said that Trevor story uh, that if Trevor story says he's ready to return by the weekend, they will consider it. So that probably means next week. I probably, but I do like that. You know, I feel like we're getting a little more juice of this. Why waste hacks in innings in the minors if you're a good player? Although we're going to talk about a guy in a second here. But yeah, I think if if he says he's good to go, bring him up. Like, yeah, I, I think that's that that kind of lives in the like um in the like older veteran who's spent Vet, a lot of time. Yeah, sure. Like, why do a whole bunch well, of less and less? Well, those guys specifically don't want to go down to buses. You know? Well, also, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Actually, those guys don't do buses um, at any of they always drive themselves. So out here in complex, anyone who rehabs, who's been usually triple A or higher, like mostly in the majors, they always drive their own car, which is always goofy. But there are 
the least amount of rehabs, I think, in any given complex rookie ball year that I've ever seen. Like you'll get like, you know, like a guy like a Bellinger will come down and everything. Merrill Kelly never played here. Like Merrill was supposed to throw against complex. I think he just did internal games. Josh Rojas played like one game. You're just not seeing them. So might be weather related and you might just have, you know, different processes where they don't want to send them down. And like you said, waste those bullets potentially. Uh, Chris Sale could begin a rehab assignment next week, eligible to return on August 1st. Red Sox might consider uh, having him pitch out of the bullpen as well. So that's messy. They're trading. They traded KK Hernandez. I don't know what they're pushing for. Uh, Altuve and Alvarez are back with the Astros. Thank you very much. That's good if you're waiting on Alvarez. Estuary Ruiz is going to start a minor league rehab assignment on Friday. This is very good for everybody. Yeah, because we had bases. no idea. We had no clue what was going on. They didn't give you any update. It was just he's out with a shoulder injury. Yeah. You know if that meant for the year or if that meant for a month or what. So him starting a rehab assignment is huge. Huge for my restart one because that is one of the guys I got a value on. I got Dansby yeah. and Estoy Ruiz at like really low cost because I was taking the risk. And he's the type of guy that, you know, he might get me them stolen bases. He might win me some weeks with those stolen bases. And that's what I was banking on. So this is like a huge thing. Uh, Jake Berger started at second base. Hello, Tim Anderson trade. I think about when I see that, when I see him going there, I go, yeah. hello, Tim Anderson getting out of here and uh, having maybe Moncada at third. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love it. In this league. Oh, I yeah, I remember that. Trade, trade, trade. Mm-hmm. Trade a fool. Lots of trades. I'm afraid my voice cracking while I'm sick here, so I don't want to sing. Yeah, why are you sick? I, I don't know. 
my immune system is a bitch. Can't can't get it done against this. This is the weakest cold I've ever had in my life. I don't have yeah. a fever. I just have like a scratchy throat and a runny nose. I feel okay. Like I'm a little tired. You weren't yesterday. Like, like Bogman was kind of on the fence. He's like, I don't know if I'm actually sick. And it's been like three days. But then today, like it finally got you. Like, it Well, I mean, I can. I know I'm sick now. Like I yeah. was like, is this allergies yesterday? Like, what is this? Because I've never been this sick. It's not COVID. I did a COVID test. Not that. So I don't know what it is. Just a weak ass cold. Yeah, you weak ass cold. It's it's the same thing that kept uh Jordan out for four days, a head cold. You know, yeah. I probably have the same thing. It's going around Houston, I guess. So again, the next week is gonna be pretty heavily dedicated to trades because it's like the Sunday night episode is gonna be the last uh it's kind of I mean we'll probably switch it up. We'll talk about like waivers and stuff like that, but it was going to be like, where are we at in the trade market? We're kind of doing that right here, but this is a lot more speculation. And then we will break through here. Here are the selling teams as we have figured out. Maybe we'll kind of come into another one uh, as we go. And we'll talk about the players that are on the market and then any potential like ramifications of where this player could go and who are players that could benefit. And first up here, start with the Royals, the Royals. Salvi Perez, Zach Granke, Scott Barlow. Let's take Granke off there for a minute, though I don't think there's any like real money ramifications. Maybe a team would want to get it, but Granke, I don't think has a win this entire year. Has not been good. I think Granke... He would just be an innings eater. He's just yeah, that's a, all he would be. Here's what he's going to be. He's going to finish the year with the Royals because no one's going to take him unless he yeah, asks right. to get cut. I, I he's also a don't weirdo. Think he he's wants not going to go to. anywhere. Yeah, of course I not. He, he would. Be in Kansas City. I would bet if you asked him, like, "Hey, you could just like stay here, finish out with the Royals this year, probably finish out your career, or we could like trade you to a semi contender, and they might put you at the bullpen. You could start, and he would just be like, don't talk to me. I hate you. His and I'll stay here. <laughs> I don't think he'd be. I hate you, but." His favorite year ever was 2020. No crowds. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, oh my God. He, yeah. He loves he'll be City. so excited. Yeah. No one will be there. Maybe they'll let him bat. He has a better chance. You know what? I bet the possibility to be, to play a game is a, a pinch. Game. Yeah. A pinch hit in one game for the Royals for whatever reason, because they're losers. That would be the way to go. So he's not going anywhere. Uh, Perez and Barlow are the big ones. I've been they racking. They don't want to trade Perez, but I mean, why not? Well, because the the reason would be is if they if they feel that they're fringy, if they think that they're a fringy team that they can, they're on acid. Yeah, they're but you, if you look at like Brady Singer popping back up a little bit, Alec Marsh has been okay. If they think they're a couple pieces away in a free agency because you have Bobby Witt, the, here's the tough thing: when you have a player like Bobby Witt, this is a top end superstar talent, a type of guy that people want to come play with. How many years do you want to burn of it? Not everyone is the angels where they just do not care about the timeline of one of the greatest players of all time. They're just like, whatever, we'll just keep putting Jared Walsh out here. Like that team might be like, we have to build something and there's so many years. So that's why you don't trade Perez. You also say we don't trade Perez. So someone pays way up more for a DH, but I think he's older. I think he's tougher to trade. Barlow's the guy that is going, he's got to go. They got to trade him. And I've been racking my brain. What are the places that he can keep Arizona. Arizona Arizona is the number one Arizona in, Arizona Arizona and you know what let me throw this out to you maybe the only that he can that he can guarantee this the other one is the Dodgers which is maybe a better spot but like of the teams that are in contention who else acquires him where he still closes you know if you go down the the central not with the Braves 
Nobody else is really competing. And I maybe don't know. with the Phillies. Iglesias kind of sucks. They just got I, Pierce I think Johnson. he would be in line. Like, if he went to the Braves, it would be so annoying. Because it would be like whoever they pick on a daily basis, I feel like. between. I think it's Iglesias. There's a potential. Okay, so I, give you a potential. Right. Phillies, maybe potential. Brewers, not happening. Reds, not happening. NL West, Diamondbacks and Dodgers, yes. D- uh, Giants, no. Go to the AL. Who are the teams that are buying? Angels, nope. Astros, nope. Rangers, nope. Because of Chapman, they're not going to do it. Wow. Uh, they already had their chance. Central, who's comp- who the hell? Twins, nope. AL East, nope. So it is literally the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers are the one that present the best situation. So what does this also mean? Scott Barlow's dicey. If he goes to the Dodgers or Diamondbacks, huge boost. Huge fantasy boost. There's a lot of other scenarios. A if you talk about percentages, probably a 60% chance that he goes to a place where he is not guaranteed saves and that does not help his value. So I'm not closes for the Royals. That. If he gets traded, that's my question. Cause I right Carlos Hernandez and Jose I think it's Cures. Carlos. I think it's Carlos Hernandez. I think they've okay. kind of given up on the starting. He's thing. the eighth Carlos, inning guy. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And he has like, uh, I think he's got big stuff plus numbers as well. I really like Carlos Hernandez. He's a big person. He has the closer personality too. So I think it's him. So back to your point, I think I'm going to speculative pick up Carlos Hernandez. Cause I also think in, like in a dynasty, I think he could close next year. I think he's the guy yeah. that can close next year. So that actually might be a sneaky dynasty pickup right now. And maybe you speculate um, for the rest of the season. Once and- Barlow gets traded. If Salvi gets traded, I would expect Melendez maybe to play more catcher. Yeah. Is there anyone you're Furman. interested in them bringing up or, or moving into the lineup at all? Not at all. I don't think I there's think any. So. Yeah. I mean, it. the only benefit could be a guy like Drew Waters who could play more if Melendez is not playing in the outfield. But I okay. just don't really necessarily care about that. Perez will be fine wherever. There's no real discussion on fantasy. But you could talk about like who would be the team that would trade for him. Like who needs a theoretical catcher and DH? Like that's what you're looking at. You need a bat in the lineup that you can put a catcher. I'll tell you a team actually, the Rays, the Rays, where he could go uh, play catcher some of the day, and then you put that bat in the middle of the lineup. I think that makes a ton of sense. It does. I just, I, I whatever reason, the Royals don't want to trade Salvi, and I don't think Salvi really wants to move either. I think he, I think he likes Kansas City, the city. So I think he wants to stay there. So. I don't know if he actually ends up getting moved, but it's just uh, he has to be on the list because it would make so much sense if they did trade him because they're not really competing. So Astros be another one. I think Astros would make a lot of sense. Like Maldonado. They're not going to. Yeah, but you can. I'm saying you have another big bat that you could move in the middle of the lineup where you can DH him and you can catch. He can go between. That's like what you're looking for. So those would be like the ones I speculate on the Red Sox. They've already moved Hernandez. They've got to be ready to have a fire sale. Justin Turner has got to be someone they're looking at. Adam Duvall has gotten some uh, conversations. Pavetta, Paxton, Kenley Jansen. These are probably all the guys that are going to be moved. Justin Turner has been insane. But where does he go that like the value comes up? Who I hate to keep doing this. Diamondbacks are looking at third base. That would be another guy who a team leader, lots of contact. He seems like a very Diamondback-esque player. I know I don't like it, but you could see them getting a Justin Turner and like a James Paxton for really cheap. Fine. And, and that helps the rotation. Get another starter. Or I'm Kenley. all about it. Or Ken- oh, you would, would love that. You would be spooky. Goes Bogman's like the biggest secret Kenley Jansen fan for just so long. 
Well, I mean, he's always good. You know, uh, yeah, you'd have a flare up every once in a while and be bad. And then obviously a lot of people were out on him with the heart condition, but he's always been a good pitcher. So, you know, uh, I, I, I do enjoy watching Kenley pitch, but I mean, you know, Diamondbacks need four bullpen pieces. That's the problem is one is not, it doesn't matter if it's the best one, you know, doesn't matter if the best reliever in the world. It's not going to solve the problem where the other six guys that Tori can put in all suck ass too. So yeah, I mean, um, I could see that happening. Is there anyone? So let's say some of these guys get moved. Yeah. Are there any guys in the system that come up that you're excited about, or is it just we're looking at you know bench replacements like you know Alfaro, you know, well, I guess not not the catcher, but um, you know who plays who's DHing for them now? If uh, so, a couple things. Turner goes. I think here was here's where the benefits go. I think it's just more lockdown, less worries for Duran to keep hitting higher in the lineup. I think he boosts. I think Casas has a chance to move up in the lineup batting a little bit. Right now, he's set at six. Turner is two. If Turner's gone, and there's also been Verdugo stuff out there, maybe Casas moves up to five. That's a benefit. As far as their minor league system goes, I think they might try Bobby Dahlback again. Chase Medroth would be interesting. He's been a double A. They'd have to kind of bump him up. I don't know if they would do that. That would be someone who would be a second base option. I mean, they got like, dude, their infield right now in Boston is Arroyo and Yu Chang. Like that's nuts. Christian Trevor Story Arroyo. Will come back soon. Yeah. Trevor Story will be up, I suppose. And then and like a me drop. Maybe he maybe DHs one of those guys well, yeah. with Turner gone too. That makes sense. Mond- so. Dude, where's Mondesi too, by the way, is he alive? He's dead. Is he alive? He hasn't played the, we haven't heard a peep of him. No. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. So I think Turner has a potential to like, of course, add value if he goes to a better destination. Paxton, you know, team like the Diamondbacks or Dodgers or something, that would be fun. Pavetta, maybe. I'm not super into Duvall. All those guys moving. I do think Casas and Duran might be players I try to get in some capacity uh, for the rest of this year, just for more opportunity. I hope the Braves trade for Duvall again. It'd just be hilarious. Oh, that would be hilarious too. That would be, and then what? Get rid of Ozuna, who's no, been amazing. That, yeah. That, well, I mean, somebody gets hurt and they go and get Duval. You know, yeah. it just it wouldn't it be like the fourth or fifth time they traded for that guy. Yeah, it, he just always does it for them. White Sox. They've already we already know what they're doing. Lopez gone. Giolito gone. Big rumors about Lance Lynn sitting out there. Uh, he's I heard going. A, I heard. Yeah. Oh, he's a hundred percent going. There's a raise one that was floating around. I saw the Dodgers uh, yesterday too. Dodgers would make some sense. He he looks like a brewer, so I could see the he just looks like a brewer. So there's our fatty pitcher, there. Lance yep. Lynn. Yep. I, Diamondbacks have to be kicking all the tires for every one of these dudes. They ha- I mean, that would be a great one for them. So I think Lance Lynn is going to benefit anywhere he goes, whether it is a an organization that can maybe fix some of the garbage he has, like the Razor Dodgers, or a Diamondbacks team that has got a stout defense and a and a really good offense that is going to support him in general. I think that is a good destination. So Lynn is kind of a buy for me right now. Pre deadline. Tim Anderson is the, he's the wild card to me, dude. He's a wild card. Like I don't know if he wants to be there. I don't know the team that is aggressively trying to pursue yeah, him. Who wants Tim Anderson is the question. Yeah. He hasn't been good. I know he's picked it up a little bit. Uh, oh, this Oh, I forgot about this. This is the one that I was sitting on the angels. 
I mean, I know they already made a move. They're going to probably make a team with another one. But I thought the Angels would be a really good fit for Tim Anderson. That's the type of bat they could mentally see as like a, a good table setter. He could move over to second with Neto playing short. That was the type of guy I thought made a lot of sense. But they already made the trade, so you figured it would have just been a big old piece together. Right, right, um, right. So he's probably not going to go there. If you're looking at other teams, I mean, I'm trying to do a a cursory glance here of like the team that would want to be aggressive. Uh, but I see but that. I think the Mariners aggressive. are kind of sellers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see it. Maybe the giants, the giants make a ton of sense. That's the one dude. Yeah. I think you got it. That's the team. As I'm looking here, who's the one that tries to go make Brett that wisely move? is their current starting second baseman. Yeah. So. Okay. So the giants try to make but that thi- move. Thyroid's going to come back eventually. So, yeah, if thyroid in there at short uh, in Crawford. Um, Look at Tim Anderson's contract, too, because I think he's the Giants don't care about taking on money right now. They did just bring a Luciano. Um, he is he has a free agent after. Oh, wait, no, he has. There's a club option. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcomme, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. The best record in baseball right now, don't they? So, or not. Do you think they're going to be too. aggressive? Because when I look at this, I think, the, I think the Yankees can jump in and be aggressive. I think the Dodgers and I think the Rangers are the most hyper-aggressive. E aggressive By the way, Otani grabbing at his back as he rounded first. Even before he left the uh the box oh, he was grabbing no. at his back before he rounded the bases on that give home. him your back so. give him the salt yeah. <laughs> i'll give him back yeah. well what's what's the joke on google all the time or, or on twitter all the time it's like someone googling you know Take how my, do i donate my spine yeah uh, to shohei otani yeah, yeah yeah i mean if he got hurt oh my god 
we can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. So those are the aggressive dudes. Those are the big aggressive guys. Uh, where things start to space out, we'll see. I think, in my mind, those are the big three. I think the the next three are the Diamondbacks, Rays, and Orioles. I think those are the big next aggressors. And there's some teams in there, you know, I just don't know if the Astros are going to be super hyper-aggressive. I don't know if the Brewers are going to be any more aggressive, if the Reds are going to be aggressive, uh, or the Giants. But I think there's only so many big, impactful players to be had. But there's some pretty big fantasy value in there. So that's our kind of early primer. We're going to check back in on Monday, talk about maybe what's already happened, what the latest rumors are. That'll be a big rumor-based show. And we'll probably maybe even take some trade questions. We will have that uh, recording on Sunday. So if you do have them, send them in at inthisleagueatgmail.com. And then we will be back on Wednesday morning with a full recap of everything that happened at the trade deadline. But like I said before, I should be on Sports Ethos five, around 5 p.m. Eastern if you want to check out their trade deadline special. And then CBS Sports HQ starting around 6 Eastern for about a half an hour doing like winners and losers and stuff. So you can catch me there. I'm on all the other platforms. We are moving to three days a week next week on Fantasy Pros that uh, for the rest of the year. So I know that's going to get some some. Are you talking about us? Booze. I was like, uh, we didn't talk about that. No, no, uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're going from five down to three, uh, and we'll be announcing tomorrow who will be joining the podcast. So you guys want to check that out? Uh, Joe does his annual bye bye. So on Friday we'll be announcing uh, who that is. So you guys can check that out. But I'm on all the same places at least for now. So. Uh, support as you will in this league at uh, in this league.com for the Patreon. If you guys want to sign up and support at is it the Welsh at Bogman Sports? That's it, man. Baseball is about to get very, very exciting. Yeah. And be ready to donate your backs if there's anything bad here with Otani. We out. Thanks, guys, for hanging. Talk to you on Monday. Peace. See ya. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor, you're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.